Let's get this bitch started. I said we got this. Flow stupid, yet the rhyme's so brilliant. Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient. And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million. Too high for ceilings, it's how I am feeling. What the blood clot? How did all these nug rocks have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot? Now that's a mugshot in the making. No need for ovens when you're waking, baking. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast HQ. Up with this bitch. Yes, sir, we back with another episode, man. And this week, we're going to hit y'all with another regular episode. We're going to talk about a few things that's going on in hip hop right now. And I think uh, it's only right that we started off with uh, my man Kanye. I think, I think it's, uh, if that if that's if that's all right with you, Coop. Hey, we can go ahead and do it. Um, Yeah, that's right. Let's go. <laughs> and I, and I, the only reason I say that is just because, I mean, his Donda 2, the album, or... And and here's our, and I guess we'll get into this a little bit because I did. Did you watch any of the stream at all uh, last night? I'm assuming you probably didn't. I actually didn't. Um, I didn't even know about the shit until like maybe a couple of hours ago when I heard about it. Um, mm. but I did watch the fucking genius documentary on Netflix. Bet because I actually was just watching that before this, so we can talk <laughs> about it a little bit after. Bet. Okay, so I watched a portion of it. Didn't watch the whole thing because I realized. That a lot of songs that he was performing or that, that he was listening to in the listening party mm-hmm. were songs that were on Don the the original one already. So, yeah, because like they said, uh, that jail song or prison song, whichever one was on there, they they were like, "What? Why is that on there? It was on the first one." Yeah, exactly, and not, not only that one, but um, the song with honestly almost all of them, the Playboy Cardi song "Off the Grid," uh, they they pre performed there. Um, which one was it? Uh, the one with the weekend. That one he, now, granted, I think he changed up the verses. Ironically enough, I feel like a lot of them were talking about Kim and shit because obviously the, but, um, the current obsession. Yeah, dog. Exactly. So, <laughs> and you know, it. it I, I I don't know. It's kind of crazy how I feel like this is kind of like that thing where, like, when you're so when you just so caught up in your own ego, he doesn't realize that like he's doing the exact thing that Kim doesn't want him to do mm-hmm. which is kind of do all this extravagant massive shit just to try to get a message across to her yep you know it, it's kind of crazy how like that kind of shit happens that way because you know we could think of shit like that has happened in our own life not to that extent but we're like you know we just can't see it for what it is because we're so caught up in in, in our ego and shit but i feel like that's what's going on with kanye i think kim clearly doesn't want to continue this you know public spat or whatever you want to call it yeah and uh and, and, and kanye appears like he's ready for a 12 round uh fight in his joint so yeah there it's crazy how they're so diametrically opposed and it's like like i said before it's like they've switched places before he was the private one and didn't want to be seen on tv and didn't want his business all out there like that and she was the one putting everything all out there now she's the one being private and he's the one putting mm-hmm. all the business out there so i it's like it's yeah. It's really insane how that how this marriage has like like switched their places like in in the realm of like the universe I guess you want to call it or whatever maybe it's just the high me talking all this random metaphysical shit but it's like literally they have switched energies <laughs> and are now the opposite person it's insane to right. me but like because it's like I've never known Kim K to not put anything or everything on social media TV blah 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 blah. blah. And right now she ain't saying shit, even though she's walking around with old Skeet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she she still ain't saying shit. By, by the way, Skeet is the greatest like this nickname of all time. It just really is. Yo, bro. it really fucking is. Like I said, Kanye, you fucked up on that one, but you you gave us all something else that we could win with. So yes. you know, I'm not mad I love at it. it. <laughs> I'm all right with it. I'm all right. But listen, man, you're right. You know, like you said, throughout Kim's whole career from you know the beginnings with the whole you know sex tape thing, or even even the Paris Hilton uh, being her like little best friend assistant, because I think that's what she came out as first. That's what she kind of broke out or whatever. Yeah, that's how she started. Um, but um, even you know, obviously she was still young back then. She didn't have any kids back then. Mm-hmm. Now she's a mother of four, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, I think they have four kids with Kanye. So. <clears throat> You know, I think maybe motherhood has matured uh, Kim. You know, like the reality of it is, 
and I, this kind of blew my mind when I seen it the other day. But Kim is, I, if if I'm not mistaken, she's 41 or 42 years old, so she's already in her in her 40s. Mm-hmm. So she's probably not with all the same shit. Like she's lived what 20 years damn near mm-hmm. two decades of nothing but all eyes on her yeah so i think i think it's pretty you know it's it's it has to be draining you know it has to be draining and at this point it seems like she might, might just want to take care of her family and kanye wants to keep doing all this you know you know other shit but hey hey and i i honestly i give it to kim kim deserves like to make everything in her private life as private as possible because she's put yeah. so much of it out there. Although yeah. I feel like that's going to be a hard thing to do considering that's what she made her money off of. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just so insane to see Kanye just continue to spiral down like this. And I mean, it's not, it's nowhere near as bad as it was uh, before when uh, he was on stage freaking out every other night and shit like that. It's nowhere near as that yeah. bad, but like I feel like it's gonna get that bad, especially if they end up like going to court and Kim gets custody on like mm. I don't want to say like psychological grounds because I'm not a fucking lawyer, but you know Kanye right. ain't exactly right. So mm-hmm. I couldn't. I don't know if a judge would you know necessarily say that they would get shared custody and I, i'm pretty sure for damn sure he, they, he's not getting full custody so nah. um, i mean like it's just sad to say i mean there, i feel like that's how it's going to end up like there's not going to yeah. be a way for them to decide this shit simply because kanye's ego is not going to allow it because of the level of insanity that it's at right now <laughs> yeah so, so it's gonna have to go to court it's gonna be messy because it's fucking kanye oh yeah and we'll see what happens, but just know that it's going to be a bunch of mess that's going to end up in the tabloids. And it's kind of crazy because, like, you'll see Kanye post shit like, uh, and your name is still uh, uh, Kardashian West, and 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 the W in West is the best W in your you've ever had in your life, or something like that. <laughs> and, like he'll say some shit like that, and it's just like, bro, like this, like millions of people, probably billions of people, can see all this shit, and will forever see this. And your kids are forever like this is gonna be documented. They're gonna be able to look back. Like, like, thank God we can't look back and look up all of our parents, you know, arguments. No bull. You know, whatever. Someone someone's gonna take these tweets and like send them to North when she's in like a senior in high school. Oh, and yeah. they're gonna be fucking with her and like, you know, For bullying sure. her off of that dumb shit. It's all gonna be be between her her mom's pictures and her dad's insane tweets and rants. She's gonna yeah. have hell coming up. Yeah, all of them kids. Hey, that's that's another thing, dog. That like think about no bullshit. Like, and, and you know, honestly, I'm I'm hoping that both Kim and Kanye are are preparing all of their kids, not just North, but all of their kids for this to come. Because the reality of it is that you're right. A lot of people they might send. They might do some wild shit, like, as soon as uh, their kids get old enough to have social media, Uh they might send them, you know, Kim's tape or, you know, a bunch of shit that Kanye did and, you know, just wild shit that, like, in reality, somebody like a 14, 15, 16-year-old, like, shouldn't have to, you know, see, you know, at all. So, it's just, I don't know, man. It's fucked up, and I, I hope that for the sake of the kids at this point, they're able to figure out how to co-parent and it not be this fucking spectacle every time, you know, because it, it's, it's getting out of hand. I tell you the truth, like, it's it's going to be messy, period. And I tell you this, like, not off some premonition shit, but just <laughs> off of some shit that I've seen recently. Like, I, I don't know why. And I mean, I'm not down with it. It wouldn't you couldn't get my little kid to do it. But apparently Cardi B has made her daughter a uh, an Instagram account. And um, mm. apparently, like, it was like. <laughs> Right away, motherfuckers were just coming out of the gate talking mad shit about not just like her daughter, but Cardi and all this wild shit on a fucking child's Instagram to the point where she had to make it private. I'd be like, first yeah. of all, you should have made it private to begin with. <laughs> like, sure. that should have been the first thing you thought about. But second mm-hmm. of all, the fact that people are out here like, OK, you don't have to like this this kid's mother or their father grandparents whoever the fuck it is but don't go on their page and like you know be threatening and be wilding out and just be like all over the place on a fucking child's page because you don't like this person's family member especially if that person's an adult and this person's like literally a minor child like not even anywhere near the age of 18 so like first of all 
y'all got to get y'all shit right on the fucking internet because that shit is fucking insane. You know, and it would definitely happen to Kim Kardashian and Kanye's child, any of them. Just like it would probably it, happen to either one of Jay Z and Beyonce's kids, any of their kids, yeah. or even Mariah Carey's children. <laughs> anybody at that famous like thing, even Jennifer Lopez's kids, sure, I'm, I'm sure we'll get that shit. So for sure, for sure, and and again. You know, it's something that I'll never understand, and I'm sure neither one of us will understand, like, why somebody would do that. Yeah. Um, and again, it, I, I just think people, they think that the internet is a game and, you know, whatever, and, and that's just what it is. But the truth of it is, you know, it has a lot of real-life effects on people. And you, you could say, you know, just get off of social media. But, you know, for a lot of kids that, like, grow up, that social media is their everything. It's not as, as simple as just getting off of social media, because... That's essentially part of who a lot of people are at this point in age. Like a lot of people, a lot of people's personality is kind of based around social media. Like if you know, and yeah, I don't know, damn near their whole sense of self sometimes. Exactly, and especially somebody like a a child of a celebrity because you know they've always had attention on them just in general based off of who their father or or mom is. Uh So I mean, I don't know. I just like you said, I, I hope. I hope they're able to work that shit out just for the sake of being able to, you know, make sure that, that all the kids are straight. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, hold on. Let me go turn this light on real quick because I'm right. getting dark in here real quick. Hey, God said, let there be light. And he saw a fresh cut, nigga. What's good? Hey, we're back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> I'm about to say, God said, let there be light. And he saw a fresh cut. What's good, oh, nigga? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Yes, sir. You is right. <laughs> That was the main reason I wanted to do it. I was like, oh, this nigga hasn't said shit about my haircut. Hold no, on. I said it before, but either you didn't hear me or you didn't have the earphones plugged in at the time. I believe that was the latter, the latter one. Okay. Which is that I did not have my headphones in at the time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but yes, thank you, thank you. I had to, I had to make the comeback on the com- on the comment though. You know, you know. Hey, <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate, I appreciate the uh, the comeback. The I guess it would be the comeback. Uh, uh, what is it called when you say something nice about somebody? Compliment. Oh, the compliment. Comeback compliment. There you go. Yes. There you go. Comeback compliment. <laughs> All right. So, yo, I, I could not believe this shit that I heard today. So I'm sitting around reading, looking up for shit for the show. And yep. the shit says that Conway the Machines, um, his contract with both Griselda and Shady uh, Entertainment are over. So he left both. I was like, wait a minute. I don't remember there ever being any signs of any bad blood in the whole Griselda camp like you know what I'm saying usually you can kind of sense that type of shit going on especially when you see them in groups or somebody's in an interview blah 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 but apparently that's not the case apparently there's no bad blood um let me see what this Jones says so according to this article on Hip Hop DX um he said I'm contractually done now um so yeah he signed to his own label which is called Drum uh Drumwork and let me see let me see he said i'm sitting here right now i'm not with i'm not on a contract with griselda shady none of that shit no more it's free agency right now you heard i need that supermax man i need that giannis bag (laughs) (laughs) so he's on his own label he's on his own shit i don't know if that means that he's not part of griselda anymore because it's kind of weird that like one of the best hip hop groups like in the last five six years is now defunct because he just does like the contract is just done, uh, but apparently right. they still m- made music on his upcoming new album. So you know that's good. But nah, definitely. And um, I actually a couple months ago I remember seeing something like I think he tweeted something out that kind of hinted at there being some kind of issues in the in the group. And you know when you look at it right. You look mm-hmm. at Benny the Butcher, right? Who's obviously the you know the the forefront of the of the group. Like he's like the the main person of the group. Yeah. Um. He's essentially at this point probably you could consider him somewhat of a mainstream artist. He's done songs with the likes of uh, Drake, I believe. If that's I don't know if that songs came out yet, but he's done a lot of a lot of different uh, songs with different people. J Cole we just released a song with J Cole, which is fire, by the way. Um, and he's like I said, he's he's that part, so he's definitely the main part. And then you have somebody like West Side Gun, who he has like a very cult like following. You know, that's one thing I've, I've realized about his shit okay. is that like I feel like a lot of people, when people like his shit, they really love it. You know what I mean? And I feel like 
he's more like I guess what I'm trying to say is, and I and I mean this with all due respect to both parties here, <laughs> but I feel like he I feel like he's kind of like the Sheik Luge of Griselda. Okay, I know what you and, mean. I know what you in mean the sense that. that in the sense that he's fucking nice, like he could one hundred percent hold his own, um, but the reality of it is that just based off of their popularity, maybe or maybe it's their rapping style, kissing styles just happen to be bigger. In this case, uh, Benny the Butcher and and Westside Gun just happen to have bigger fan bases. Yeah, and and I and, and, and you know the reality of it is, bro. Let's be real, though. Anytime there's any kind of issues, if there is in this case, right? But anytime mm-hmm. there's any kind of issues, it's probably money based. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's usually how it always. It's starts. probably yeah. If it ain't about money, then what the fuck is niggas really beefing about? I mean facts, because I mean we didn't see motherfuckers go like point guns at each other and still be out here recording and touring together. So for sure, for sure. So you know, money that that that's like the that's the bottom line for everything. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I I I don't know what's going on. Ho- hopefully, they're still making music. Hopefully, it's just a contract thing. Hopefully, he's able to make more money somewhere else and still be able to, you know, keep up the group work with them. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Now he did say that him and uh, uh, him and um, oh god, I'm um I'm I'm going crazy right now. <laughs> uh, not not Conway because he's Conway, not Benny. What's the third? Side? Yeah, he said like he said basically. Conway said that him and Westside basically you know put Griselda on their back and 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 built that joint up from the bottom. But he definitely neglected to definitely not mention Benny's name at all in that entire yes. article. Yeah, so I I feel like it has to be an issue with you know, and you know I. I don't know. And and when this kind of shit happens, you always wonder. And the truth is, we'll probably never know. But is it that Benny is just being a diva? Like he's kind of, you know, acting different now because of his position right now? Mm-hmm. Or is it Conway just potentially being jealous of, of whatever, you know, fame he's getting? You know, because yeah. a lot of times, a lot, of, and the truth of it is, a lot of times it's somewhere down the middle. A lot of times it's probably Benny or Butcher might have you know, changed up a little bit. But at the same time, Conway is probably handling it the wrong way too. And I'm pretty you sure know? it's 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 a little bit of both. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that that's typically especially among amongst people who who self acclaimed are friends. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're not just people that got together to rap. Like they've they're friends. Exactly. So so um you know I, I hope they're able to keep that up. Like like you said at you know at the beginning of us talking about this, you know, this is probably the best rap group of the new generation in the sense that, you know, in the last five years, 100% the best rap group to mm-hmm. come out, uh, the best rap collective at the least. True, 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 true. All right. Uh, hold on one second, my bad. Oh, so I also heard today that Lond- uh, London, <laughs> that Kodak Black, the reason this nigga was shot, London Black. According to <laughs> Wack 100, yes, me and my not being able to name motherfuckers. Uh, the reason that that nigga was shot was because of the comments that he made in regards to Lauren London after mm. Nipsey Hussle passed away. Yeah, so um, I... No, this is funny because I am using a second... Not even a first, first-hand source, but a second-hand source with this because I heard on another podcast that I listened to that Wack 100 said on fucking um clubhouse which is that thing that everybody's on now the uh, that like phone the thing yeah the phone thing yeah <laughs> I don't know, that's just weird that's just weird it's literally it's funny because if let's you know we could talk about the fact that this is just grown men getting together to, to fucking uh gossip if we're being honest basically if we're being honest this is gangsters just gossiping but whatever but the point <laughs> is that uh whack 100 uh you know he he does this or whatever all the time and he got on there and he said uh, that apparently this may have had something to do with uh, the whole Nipsey thing, like like you mentioned. And you know, it was a weird situation with the whole Kodak thing. I believe we talked about it last last episode. Yeah. And and, and pretty much, you know, it, it kind of looked like somebody <laughs> um, attacked uh, Kodak's friend first. Kodak came over to try to help him. He started swinging on the guy. And and a lot of people were mentioning that that may have been a decoy to kind of get Kodak Black away from any potential security. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that makes sense. It really does. And then whoever the shooter was, 
Clear kinda, shot. I, exactly. Now, granted, he uh, he only hit him in the leg, thankfully. Uh, I think it was, in, yeah, in the leg. And, uh, she hit him in the he, right you know, place in the leg, though, and that motherfucker to bleed out. Bruh, it's kind of crazy to think that, like, you know, you, you typically, if you've never uh, either been shot or um, known somebody who's been shot or or heard of situations like this, but you can get shot in a certain artery in your leg mm-hmm. and fucking die. Like, yeah. That's a very strong possibility. Because mm-hmm. people think, oh, you know, get shot in the leg, you're not going to die. No, there is probably a better chance of you dying, getting shot in the, in the leg in certain places, than of you getting shot even in your... Probably in your chest, mm-hmm. you know, maybe if as long as it's not near your heart. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it's uh, bleeding out, getting shot in the leg, and bleeding out is a really, really easy thing to do because mm-hmm. there are large blood veins that go or blood vessels and everything that go down there to you know feed your legs and your feet. <laughs> so you know, like, right. hit one of the wrong ones, just like if you hit one of the wrong ones in somebody's neck, or if you hit one of the wrong ones in an arm and shit like that. That's a main jump. That jump is just gonna fucking gush blood until sure. you're not alive no more. So. But that, yeah, that yeah, was no, one thing no. I was wondering is like how close did it? I was wondering how hurt he was, and I'm, I'm glad to see that he really wasn't that hurt. Apparently, he's you know back kind of walking around uh, gingerly, but he's still walking around. But it's just like he's yeah, walking like, around, walking around, talking shit, telling niggas like, "Yo, it's about time y'all got one on me. I don't shot at mad niggas in my time. It's about time y'all got one on the kid." See, look, Kodak. Uh, now you are inviting more bullets bro. to fly your way. So I. If I I don't know if I was if I was anybody famous who is Kodak Black as a friend stay away from that nigga for a few months you know what I'm saying <laughs> at least at least you know fuck it if you wanted his goons you know you signed up for this shit it is what it is you Basically. probably are the ones encouraging him to do this I'm sure they are gassing him the fuck up but yeah man it was a scary situation man but thankfully that's the only thing that really happened throughout Super Bowl weekend because it could have been a lot worse. You know what I mean? Bruh, in LA, they already had everybody talking about, you know, be on your lookout for for the gangster shit. It, mm-hmm. A lot of shit could have been way worse, but yeah, you, you're right. If that's the only thing that happened during Super Bowl Sunday or Super Bowl weekend, then we can go ahead and take it. For sure. For sure, man. And again, I was the Breakfast Club today. I don't think he was physically in uh, in in the New York studios there, Mm-mm. but um, but he was, the, he was on Breakfast Club and they were, I haven't actually seen it yet, but they were asking him about the shooting and everything. I heard some of the interview. One of the, you know what? I can never sit through a Kodak interview because I can't stand to wait to listen to that nigga talk. Like I just, I, I don't understand a lot of what he says, and a lot of it's not, it's not even the slang that this shit this nigga is using. Although he does use a lot of slang, I don't know. It's just the way he says words. They just don't make sense sometimes. So I just like, you know what? I'm not going to put myself in trying to decode this shit. I'm not decoding languages that I don't fucking speak, nigga. Like, I, I'm just no, going to go ahead you. and let somebody else translate that shit. Angela Yee, Charlemagne, translate that shit for me. Spit it back to me a little bit later off the key points that he said, and I'll be good. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I feel you, man. But um, <laughs> but yeah, nonetheless, Kodak looked like he's doing all right. Thankfully, and, it's uh, back to business as usual. Shit, <laughs> back to back to talking shit, back to shooting his shot at girls who already have rapper boyfriends. <laughs> I don't know if you peeped that, but he 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 did that like maybe a day after he got shot. Yeah, that one he, chick, the cash, one of them dolls. Okay, yeah, one of them, one of them dolls. He shot. Oh yeah, we, we talked about mm-hmm. it last week, and and I but I want to say, dog, that was like. Oh, like uh, two, three days after he got shot. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Kodak for not letting. It was all uh, Valentine's uh, Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. It was literally a day after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, so shout out to Kodak for not letting anything bring his friends down, man. He's still out here shooting, hey, man. No pun intended. You're supposed to be out here having fun and living. And no matter how ratchet and stupid it is, that's what the fuck Kodak is doing. That's a fact. That's a fact. Mm. But, yo, what did I mean? I just meant to ask you something. Mm. God damn it. And it wasn't something I had written down, so I don't remember what the fuck uh, it was. <laughs> That's how bad my memory is now. God damn. Fuck it. Uh, do you want to still try to see if you can think about it? Because I was nah, going to talk go... about the... Oh, no, I wanted to talk about briefly about the uh, the Kanye documentary because we, we were still talking about Kanye and then we kind of went off to, to something yeah. else. But... Uh, briefly bringing it back to Kanye West, um, the Kanye West documentary, I believe, is called Genius, and it's spelled. It's spelled for those of you who are looking up G E N U I or G E N 
I U S. It's spelled out J E E N. The only reason I'm saying that is because I was one of them idiots looking up G E N, and I couldn't find that shit. I so, just looked uh, until I saw Kanye's face on the new stuff. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> that probably should probably should have been my uh, my bet as well, but I um, didn't do that. But nonetheless, um, the first episode, which I believe was going to be a three part series, and the second one actually came out today. So okay. after we done record, I'm definitely about to watch that as well. But, but um, I watched a good portion of the first one. Didn't see the whole thing uh, just yet. But um, I was, man, I was surprised by a lot of, of what I saw. I was just surprised that he even thought to record all of this shit. Yeah, I, um, I was too. It was like, it's such a forward thought so, so long ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people, hey, you know, it's easy to say, in hindsight, like, I knew he was going to make it. But I feel like when you see a lot of these clips, um, especially if you're a big Kanye fan. Now, me, I've always been a big Kanye fan, and I've always been a big, uh, particularly um, early Kanye, well, like most people. Um, and the song Last Call, when he mentions everything that happened uh, in his career, and he, for those of y'all that know, that song is like 10 minutes long because most of that song is him just talking over a beat, mm-hmm. saying the story of how he signed to the uh, to the rock. Mm-hmm. And what's cool about this documentary is a lot of what he talks about and mentions on that on that outro, you see visually happen in front of you. So you know that is really a really cool thing to see, especially if you know you've listened to that song multiple times and probably visualized it yourself a couple times. Uh, so it's cool to see now. Um, just how shit went for him. And, you know, I'm sure you, you could probably, you know, you, you watched it as well. And, and, and oh, yeah. a lot of, a lot of ups and downs at the beginning, because Kanye went from going to New York to going back to Chicago to niggas fronting on him in Chicago. His, mm-hmm. his main, the person who, who essentially one of the people who showed him how to make beats, uh, dissed him at, right after he talks, uh, good things about him to his face. Exactly. And that, so that, I, honestly, I, and it was it was really good to see all of that shit because I wasn't that was a whole bunch of shit I wasn't aware of, just like the little minute details. But although it was actually really cool to see, like when the jump first started, I noticed that it was like 1997 or 1998, and it was at Jermaine Dupri's like either mm-hmm. his birthday party or his album release party for like 1943 yeah. or 1492, whatever the fuck that album was called. <laughs> um, and I was like, wait a minute, and I think they said that Kanye did a jump on there. And yeah, he, I, produ- he was producing on there already. And I was like, wow, this nigga was producing that far back. Mm-hmm. I took it as a lot of that stuff. Like, you know, I didn't even really pay attention to all the stuff that I knew because that's just Kanye stuff that you already know. Right. It's in the memory bank, whatever, whatever. But I was mostly interested in seeing, especially this first part, just to see all of the beginning stuff that we had no fucking idea about. Because as much as we were told about Kanye, you know that there's so much more that we weren't told that was going on behind the records. And it's just like... Okay, so this nigga was just like every other artist that you've ever heard about, you know, walking up in the studio or walking up in the record label and just kind of like getting ignored, right? disrespected. And I was like, hey, Kanye, I kind of feel for you as a brother that belongs to the club of commonly mispronounced names. Like, <laughs> bro, like they was fucking his name up <coughs> all over the first 20 minutes of that fucking documentary. Dog. They called that nigga Cayenne. Yes. Oh they my. called him Kanye. Yo, he called him Cayenne to his face. I was like, Cayenne, right? Cayenne, Cayenne, yeah, Cayenne. Yeah, yeah, I, have I was like, here to see and Cayenne. Kanye is just looking at him and just like, like he looks like he wants to punch him in the throat, and I, I, I feel that. Like, but it's like at least tell the nigga how to say your name, like make hey, him let, respect your name. Let me ask you this, right? Because I was talking to my friend about this shit earlier. How we both agreed that Kanye has been the same Kanye that he is now his whole life. Mm-hmm. The only difference is that. I guess there was cameras back then because of the fucking documentary, but yeah. we didn't see this. So we didn't see everything that we see now because there wasn't cameras on Kanye 24-7 yeah. like there is now with social media. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like because of that, we didn't. We kind of just only saw the good parts of Kanye. We yeah. didn't see the, the public outbursts because there was nowhere for him to have public outbursts on. Exactly. Now, all he has to do is pick up his fucking phone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that the re- and, and again I think that a lot of this is is showing that in here because one of the main parts, uh, you know, and we were, we were just talking about that um his his mentor essentially was talking shit about him, and as soon as he heard it, the very night that that's that the this song came out about him, 
he went, he he essentially ran up on him. Mm-hmm. He came up to him, checked him, and was like, "What's up, dog?" And the funny thing is, the other nigga pretty much bit. He was like, "Look, dog, you know it's just part of the rap game. You know it's just part of this and that." And it was just kind of crazy, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And again, it, it's it's shown that Kanye has always had that like almost uh, obsessive. Uh, like drive just to when he wants to get something done, he's gonna get it done exactly. So, and you, and you it, honestly, I say that Kanye, we didn't know it before, just like you said, because you know, we didn't have cameras everywhere. But Kanye mm-hmm. has, like you said, he, Kanye has the exact same personality as he does now. But you can kind of yeah. see now that when he was going through his whole alcoholism thing and after his mom died and he started going wild, crazy, crazy. It just amplified everything that he already was yeah. mm-hmm. times ten because we saw him freak out on dude about the about the comments about the diss song. We saw him go to the radio station right after that and kind of freak out on that joint, you know, setting the mm-hmm. record straight his way, but then also flipping the fuck like y'all know who the fuck I am, blah, blah, blah. Like, like you know, he still had that in him at uh, that time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Kanye has been. We've seen it now that he was the exact same personality that he was, yep. but now after all the issues that he's been through, it's just dialed up to 11 and a half. So For like, sure. it's just kind of, it's kind of weird to see. It's like a lot of us had the the assumption that Kanye only was acting the way he was now because of his mother passing and him going downhill from that, from how close that they were. But honestly, right. this nigga was like that before. I think that the, yeah. her passing drove him to those levels. But I also kind of fear for myself in that range because Kanye's relationship with his mom is a lot like my relationship with my mom. Me and my mom are very close. We joke around. Mm-hmm. We get along very, very well. So it's like I've always right. known that, like, you know, God bless, God willing, knock on wood as I am right now, if my mom was to pass, I would be devastated. And I just hope for that, sure. like, I wouldn't go to that extreme. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, yeah, you're right. And again, you know, like you said, if anything, when, you know, because we all, we all eventually have to go through moments like that in our life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, you know, having gone through moments like that, you know, you see that, okay, it kind of brings out who people really are. You know what I mean? A lot of times, uh, you know, people either, you know, you know, and rightfully so, it's understandably if they lose somebody they, they, they really care about, they break down, shit like that. Yeah. And it really shows in this case how much this person meant to this person. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so obviously, like you said, Kanye was real close to his mom. She was a like a driving force. She's always he's always. I mean, even before the whole Donda stuff, like he always mentioned his mom. He made the song "Hey Mama." Mm-hmm. Um, so he's his mom has always been like a huge person for him. Um, so like you said, I, I definitely think it was something that didn't cause it, but it definitely uh, pushed him into that. Uh, that realm where he acts, you know how he how he does. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. But I mean, you know, uh, as Charlemagne likes to say on the Breakfast Club and on on his podcast now, sending healing energy to everybody. For sure. <laughs> hey, that kind of actually, first of all, that kind of annoys the fuck out of me now that he does that shit. I almost feel like, damn, nigga, are you being sarcastic or is it like some like I don't know? It, it's a, I, you can't call it what you're No, nah, you can't. You can't. That nigga's wilding now nowadays. He's definitely changed as a radio as a radio host over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that some of it has been good because first of all, he was wilding the fuck out before, but some sure. of it is also just like, ugh, come on, nigga, we don't, we don't, we don't need to hear that. Not not as much anyway. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I feel you. I definitely feel you. <laughs> Oh, apparently uh, T.I. decided to go ahead and do oh. some stand-up comedy, and I caught yes. a little bit from it, only from what The Breakfast Club showed. Mm-hmm. And from what The Breakfast Club showed, you know, the joke was all right, but, you know, T.I. is not a comedian. He don't have the t- the comedic timing. Like, maybe he could learn it, but right now he doesn't seem to have it. And apparently the comedian Godfrey got on and started dissing him about his comedy and shit like that, blah, 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 blah. But I think that a lot of people forget Fucking comedy is hard, man. Like, not everybody. I mean, you might be a funny motherfucker, but not everybody can get up there and tell jokes. Like a lot, a lot of the times, I know my friends consider me a funny guy, but I am not the type of person to get up and like try to do stand up comedian, like be a stand up comedian and shit like that. Because fucking my ass would probably get roasted because I would probably like not freak out about not what to say and shit like that. But I probably just wouldn't like come up with much to say. (laughs) All my funny shit comes on the fly. No, and and that's that's the hard part about being a comedian is um the reason I, I I guess I'm saying this is because I I mean I like people like Joey Diaz and 
he has a podcast where he goes into depth of you know the, the ins and outs of being a comedian mm-hmm. um and yeah you know that that's kind of one of the things that he mentions is that you kind of have to be able to use that that uh that thing that you know funny people have which is come up with shit on a whim mm-hmm. but like be able to do it in a live crowd full of you know hundreds of people sometimes exactly <laughs> and um yeah you know like you said um he he definitely looked a little rusty him being uh ti mm-hmm. um but i will say i think he has an advantage simply for the fact that he's been upstate on on a stage for True. the majority of his life you know True. what i mean he's 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 a little older now, and he's been rapping for a good part of his adult life now. And he's gotten on stages of, I'm sure, way more people than were at that comedy club that he for was at sure. right now. And now, I- granted, being that it's something new, I'm sure he still feels nervous. I'm sure mm-hmm. he still feels a little... Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. But... Nonetheless, he has an advantage over somebody who's never been on stage yeah. and just wants to go out there, and this is their first time doing it. Because that... As somebody who, you know, I've, you know, when I was in high school, I performed in a talent show, like, you know, shit like that. Like, if you haven't even done mm-hmm. something like that, yeah. like, you don't even know what it's like to perform in front of people. And it's, it's, it's a different animal. It really is. It's hugely different. Hugely different. I've done it in like a group, like with a, like, with like the school band or the school chorus. I've done mm-hmm. it by myself in talent shows before, you know, like, it's just completely different. And it's, it's, yep. it's completely different when you're by yourself. Or with like one or two people versus just with like an entire big group of people where you're like one of 60 voices maybe. You know what I'm saying? You know what I feel like it is, right? It's kind of almost like we're recording a podcast in the sense that like you kind of got to forget that people are listening to you when you're talking. Yeah. Or, or, or when you're on stage and performing whatever you're performing, whether you're rapping, singing, or doing some kind of dance shit. Like you kind of have to forget that people are looking at you because just like right now, we have to for, like we kind of have to. This I feel like a good podcast sounds like a regular conversation that yeah. two people would have that, and, and that's why people listen to it because people like to have conversations. You know, it kind of it's, it's it, it makes you feel a lot less, I guess, a lot more connected to whatever's going on. Very true. So, um, so yeah, so I forgot what the fuck. Oh, well, we were talking about T.I. And what I was going to say is that, like, yeah. it's not like T.I. is not funny because there's been plenty of times that T.I. has oh, hit yeah. a good comedic mark in a movie or a TV show. Or he's just said something fucking hilarious, like on Instagram or something caught him like, yo, that whole mm-hmm. shit with fucking Kevin Hart and T.I. where they were talking about uh, when Zayn left uh, One Direction and then they talked to Kevin and they were like, well, what do you think about Zayn leaving One Direction? And Kevin was like, what? What? Oh, my damn. Tip. And Tip was like, "What?" He was like, "You know, Zayn left. Left who? One Direction." He said, "What?" It was perfect. Like the comedic shit between them was fucking yeah. perfect. So you no, know yeah, that yeah, yeah. you For know sure. he's got For it sure. in him. So I honestly, I wish him good luck because, like I said, Ti sure. is actually a funny person. I don't know him. No, I don't know him personally, but from what I've seen and him interact with mm. different people, Ti has a great sense of humor. So it seems like he would be able to translate it after some work, and that's really all it's gonna take. Because, like you said, he's got that base. Of being able to be in front of people, he's he's com- I would assume yeah. comfortable at this point performing in front of whatever size crowd. You know what I'm saying? Now sure. he just needs to get comfortable in this craft, in that space, and I think that's all it yeah. is is him getting that is is him like you said it's him trying something new. It's like remember Michael Michael Jordan, best basketball player of all time. This nigga won't quit basketball to go play baseball. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. kind of like that. It's like this nigga like one of the best rappers in the world. He going fucking around go tell jokes now. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Let a nigga see if it works for him, because you never know. It could work for him. Hey, you know, a lot of times, let's be real, you know, um, we, you know, people, I feel like, work for a couple reasons. Obviously, one is to be able to provide for yourself and or your family, mm-hmm. you know, bring put food on the table. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, also, along with that, it's to feel like you're fucking, you're not a useless piece of shit. <laughs> you know, I feel like working and doing a, a job, it just gives you a certain fulfillment, you know what I mean? And I feel like with rappers, a lot of times, especially somebody like T.I., who, I mean, no no offense or anything, but he's kind of, you could say, on the latter part of his career. Yeah, uh, for sure. You know I mean? He's definitely getting older. And, uh, I mean, I don't remember the last big song of his, to be honest with you. Yeah, so I feel like... Sorry? I said, yeah, for real. I can't oh, remember what it was. Yeah, and um, and yeah, man. So so I feel like it's it's, man... 
he needs something to keep doing. He needs something to keep waking up in the morning and maybe rap isn't doing it for him anymore. And instead of him, you know, turning to all kinds of other bullshit that he could potentially turn to, it's a, you know, he's turning to being more creative. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I I don't see nothing wrong with it. I hope that comedians, I mean, I, I, I haven't heard what Godfrey said about it, but I, I heard, I hope what he was doing was like, you know, lightheartedly because I feel like it's kind of whack to kind of gatekeep, you know what I mean, in a sense. And I mean, I heard some of what Godfrey said. I didn't, again, I didn't hear his entire response, but yeah. kind of what I heard, it wasn't exactly like the best criticism. And it's like, but bro, you know that this nigga's a rapper, not a comedian. He's trying something new. So like, why don't you go on his like good points? Because we already know it's not going to be the best sure. thing that we've ever fucking heard. So sure. why don't, as a professional comedian, <laughs> tell us what you thought was hey. good about it. So that, you know, like, that would be what a normal motherfucker would think that this nigga. nigga would say. But, you know, niggas won't come on and hate and shit, so. That's like going to, like, a peewee football game <laughs> and talking about all the shit that the kids did wrong. No, like, but... nigga, this is their first game ever of their life. Right, y'all, any... you, you berating these kids for not catching the ball and shit like, these niggas right. have never done this before. <laughs> ever. This is their first game in front of people in their life, and you're over here wanting to point out every little thing that went wrong. That's See, that's if that's how exactly how it went down, then... I I have a problem with that because I think that's kind of why. I want to go back and listen to what he has to say, and then we can talk I'm about this on another episode because sure. I, I I really want to see how badly he went in on Ti because I from what I've heard from other people he wasn't exactly nice like you know what I'm saying and and I mean eh it's just like it's like okay like you know how many rappers are or act or or comedians then you know go into go into the movies or into tv shows and people rip them apart because they're not great i mean like motherfuckers ripped the rock apart how many times before they were like okay maybe this motherfucker can act or you know what i'm saying they've been ripping john cena apart ever since he became a yeah. fucking movie star and he's only now starting to get praised because of the peacemaker character you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's just like find you know like they have to find a lane in what it is that they're trying to do okay maybe john cena is not the most emotive person for dramatic acting you know what i'm saying maybe the rock is not a great choice for shakespearean plays you know what i'm saying but find them niggas a lane and they gonna get it and that's what the fuck they did ti all he got to do is find a lane for his comedy and it'll work i'm pretty sure because again the nigga is just naturally a funny nigga he happens to say funny shit all the time and again, like you said, I think the main part, not just, and again, he, he should know because just like we're rapping, you could say the same shit, right? But if you're not saying with the right delivery, mm-hmm. that's just not going to hit. Exactly. And it's the same thing with stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. You could say some funny shit, but if your delivery isn't right, if your timing isn't right, then the shit's not going to hit. And obviously, the only way to get better at that is practice time. So I just hope that he's putting in the actual time and effort that an actual comedian would have to put in, which is getting up every night, you know, and, and go, doing stand up every night. Yeah, like, go shop, go I'm, shop them little clubs and shop your jokes mm-hmm. and do all that shit and refine yeah. your shit. Remember, they, remember they were talking about it uh, when Chris Rock came back a few years ago. And he was going into the small clubs and doing oh, little, yeah, little yeah. sets mm-hmm. and stuff. People are like, oh, yeah. my God, I can't believe Chris Rock is in the laugh room. Blah, blah, blah. This is such a little play. I mean, where else do you expect a comedian to go shop their new material? Like, yeah. And, you know, and you not have to. exactly. You have to. So, like, it makes the most sense. Like, again, T.I., nothing but praise for you. Like, yeah, I just want to see. In fact, I want to go and I want to see if I can find the actual performance. Like, maybe someone put it online. Yeah, you're right. Or you're the right. audio online somewhere. I don't know. But I would love to actually listen to it and then a- listen to Godfrey's remarks on it as a fan of stand-up comedy i, I definitely want to do the same because yeah. you know i, I think ti i think he's you know obviously been a uh a, a really really you know staple in rap throughout his career and you know for him to try something else i think i think it's a great thing oh yeah for sure all right well let's go ahead and get to this last thing on our list for today yeah. and yeah. Uh, you're the one that knows more about this than i do but I'll go ahead and intro it for you. But it says apparently Megan in the Megan the Stallion case, apparently Tory Lane's DNA was not found yeah. on the weapon that was apparently shot at or, you know, shot at at uh, Meg. So and the case yeah. apparently is still ongoing, correct? OK, so what happened is 
Uh, apparently, uh, DJ Academics tweeted that out earlier today, mm-hmm. um, which is Wednesday, February 23rd. For those of y'all listening to this when this comes out. Gang, gang. Um, and this, uh, what, what he tweeted out essentially was exactly what you said, which is that Tori's DNA was not found on the gun, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if... So after that, Meg came out essentially and said that's bullshit because he tweeted that out even before um, before court even started. You know, what I mean? he tweeted out like three minutes before court started. Now, what, oh, that, wow. what, is it, what does that mean? That either means that academics is either A, bullshitting and lying, uh-huh. or B, he knows and talked to either Tory Lanes or uh, his lawyer. Because what I'm also hearing is that apparently what happened is it the the, the joint didn't just get pushed forward. Apparently, uh, Tory Lane's lawyer made a statement, and he pretty much said that he feels like they haven't proved it yet. But he's saying he's just saying that he feels like they have evidence to prove that Tory uh, Tory's DNA isn't on the gun. They haven't presented it in court. They haven't done anything like that yet, so they can't really say the statement that he said essentially but i think academics came out and said it because it's like saying it's like saying something that you can't say just yet because you can't prove it but you're pretty sure that that's what it is yeah and I'm, si- I'm sitting here trying to think about could lift a if that i know you're not supposed to talk about this shit before but like i don't know if that can get that evidence thrown out of court or not because it, I can, I don't know if it would be considered like I don't want to say like tampered evidence or whatever, but like you kind of yeah, already you already put like the spin of like okay, this is the evidence that says this blah blah blah. It's it's this for sure blah blah blah. Even mm. though it hasn't already been adjudicated on, so like right. I don't want to say like because public opinion isn't going to sway it. But I have a feeling that there's something about that that's just not right. I, again, I'm yeah, not a lawyer. I, did. I didn't study law, so I don't know. I just have a feeling that that's yeah. not a correct thing to do. But sure. um, but yeah, like I definitely feel like I don't know if I I don't know if it can get it thrown out or whatever. But I feel like that's gonna be a negative mark against Tory's case. I mean, I don't know, man. Regardless of of what actually happens, man, I hope that whoever needs to get in trouble gets in trouble, man. If Tory <laughs> didn't do it, then let Tory go, man. Let Tory be free and find out of, who the fuck actually did it and find out what the fuck actually happened. Dog. Now I've heard other shit that potentially could have happened. Now, obviously, you know, because of the times we're living in, I feel like people aren't going to take these uh, stories seriously until it's presented maybe in court or whatever, mm-hmm. if it is. But a lot of time, a lot of people have been saying that, like, somehow, uh, like, uh, Megan's friend is the one who actually shot her because she found out that Meg was dealing with Tori and she had a crush on Tori. And she found out, and they started fighting, and then the, apparently she grabbed the gun, and she's the one who shot at me. Hmm. Apparently, apparently, that's something that's been going around. And again, this is all allegedly sprinkling. Allegedly, I'm about to say, was everything. was this homegirl in the car with them? Like, yeah, actually? she was. Okay, she was. It was her, Meg, Tori, and I'm guessing his driver slash bodyguard. Okay, so, hmm, interesting. Well, I guess we'll find out what the fuck is going to happen sometime soon. At some point, man, this joint got pushed up to motherfucking, uh, I believe it said uh, April or May. So we got at least another month and a half. Damn, wasn't, isn't that been like a year and a half since the actual shit oh, yeah. happened? It's, like, my nigga, I completely forgot this even happened. Um, honestly, I thought the case was already over. Honestly, I didn't realize that it was still ongoing. Yeah, no, it's, it's still ongoing, man. And apparently... Tory Lanez is now going back and forth with uh, um, fucking uh, Meg's new guy, and it's crazy because never. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if Tory's connected in the streets. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. Right. But the nigga be talking a lot of shit to niggas, dog. And I don't know, dog. I've never heard nobody pull his car really like that. So I don't know. And the nigga's only like five four. So I can't be just because of hands. Yeah, yeah I, I was just thinking about so Napoleon know. syndrome can only go so far to control niggas. You know what I'm saying? For uh, sure. Uh, so. <laughs> but I feel I, I mean know. I don't know like the way you the way you say he acting sound like he he how do you used to say it in the night cruising for a bruising. <laughs> you might be right, man. You might be right, but I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. Again, it got delayed until I believe April, so we're talking about at least another 
what month and a half, if not two, three months yeah. until we even start the fucking trial and see what the fuck is going on. And that's pending so, anything else happening, like another blast of COVID or whatever, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. God forbid is another COVID variant, which I'm hearing that there is another joint. Hopefully, and I think it's not as bad. There will always be a variant. <laughs> no, but see, I've actually heard, not to dive off into that, but I've heard that like there's gonna be never ending variants, and it's just getting weaker and weaker as time goes on because. Throughout history, every time there's been something like this, that's how it's happened. Oh, word. So, I mean, hopefully that's what it is. I mean, I guess that's something. <laughs> it's something. It's, it's like, yo, we don't have great news right now, but here's like a speckle of decent news. In 30 you know, years, like, this shit is just going to be like the regular common flu. Like, we just... <laughs> Yeah, until yeah, then, though, y'all got to watch out. No bull. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess that kind of brings us to the end of today's episode. Um, I don't have any suggestions, and I forgot to remind you, so I'm assuming that you don't have any suggestions. Listen, man, we're going to give a collabo suggestion for those of y'all that have not watched the first episode of the Kanye documentary Genius on YouTube. I'm sorry, on on Netflix. Go check it out. Um, Like I said, rather you're a huge Kanye fan, even if you're a Kanye hater, even if you're not a fan, it's just really interesting to see mm-hmm. the early stages of his career. Um, it's very interesting to see him at, at this point because this is before he had anything. Like, there's a point in a documentary where they go to his house at the very beginning. They go to his house and they go to his refrigerator, and it literally looked like the most struggle refrigerator mm-hmm. you've ever seen in your life. Yep. So, um, so yeah, man, you definitely see Kanye humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. Um, and and again, it's always interesting to see that because, you know, you see where he's at now, fucking selling out arenas in in the drop of a dime, doing shit like this. Uh, four kids, whatever, uh, with with Kim Kardashian, whatever. So it just kind of I don't know. It just it's interesting to see all of this happen, uh, and it's crazy that all of it was filmed. So yeah. definitely, I'm sure Cooper will agree with this. Go check that out. For Go sure. And out. even if you're not a new Kanye fan, but you were an old Kanye fan, this is a great watch. So For sure. check For it sure. out. All right, sir. Uh, well, I guess I will go ahead and say, Y'all know y'all can find us where uh for your listening pleasure on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, uh actually Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and one of them, one of them other things. I forgot to actually pull up the page. I ain't gonna try to be ready. <laughs> Y'all can find us at on Instagram and Twitter at HQ Podcast. And yes, it is all spelled out. Sir. And you can find us by going to Facebook.com, searching Hip Hop Heads Podcast, and we will be there. And yes, I guess just to end the show, uh, I tell you guys as I always do, be good. And if you can't be good, at least be the absolute best that you can. And if you can't do that, man, at least make your mama proud. Because you know it's hard to not make mama proud. So if you're not doing that, man, you fucking up, man. And obviously, again, I'm going to remind y'all because I feel like I'm doing God's work by doing this. <laughs> Use your fucking turn signals. If you're changing lanes, if you're making a right at a green light, you know what I mean? And, and, and the lane keeps going as well. If you're making that right, choose your fucking turn signals, dog. Let's Let's... Let's make sure that we don't have no dumbass fucking accidents like that this year. Because a lot of niggas just be fucking breaking and making that right. And it's just like, dog. Yeah, exactly. Let's, I'm I'm let, 100% with you on that. <laughs> but it, but it's still fuck y'all niggas. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's still, until y'all figure this shit out, it's fuck y'all niggas. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, until next time, we love you. Take care of each other. Watch your hands. Watch your ass. We love you. Peace. Peace. All right.